last emails. Hi, there's gross shit in my mouth. Something happened. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this, do you want to start over? Or? No, we're going. We're oh rolling. shit, we're Kevin. rolling. <laughs> Hi, Kevin. Uh, I'm Jeff. Hi. I'm Hairmouth. He's Josh. Hi, it's me. I have and some opinions on Ezri Dax. <laughs> that was last episode. Oh. Um, Kevin, it's a different week. Oh, it's totally different. I'm this sorry. is Kevin Cole. I'm sorry. Hi, Visionary Kevin. creator of Hack. Oh, thanks, Yeah. Guys. H-A-Q-U-E. Search for it on Steam or Itch.io. Yeah, put, Itch-io. do it on Itch because it's, it's the future, man. <laughs> Damn. Is it? You fucking calling out Steam like that? Oh, man. Steam's garbage, but it's where I make my yeah, money. Yeah, Steam's garbage. But, like, if yeah. you could not buy it on Steam, I would love to make my living off of Itch. Yeah. It's, uh, well, it's like, Josh, do- would you prefer YouTube or Vimeo to be the most successful platform? Not YouTube. There we go. It, anything Since but it's YouTube. Killing itself. <laughs> Since it's literally shooting itself in the face right now, so that's cool. Well, uh, on this program, we receive emails from you, the viewer, at mclassemail at gmail.com. I thought these were just generated randomly. (laughs) I write them myself and just pretend to be different people every time. I knew it. I fucking knew it. No one actually listens to this podcast. That's true. Thanks for coming on, Kevin. (laughs) See you next time. Oh, no. No. Um, (laughs) We read your emails, and we give you... Okay answers. Maybe you'll like them. Yeah. I'm going to do a deep dive this time, guys. I want to I wanna get to the meat of these emails. Okay, let's do it. That scares me, but I'm excited at the same time. I'm ready. I'm going to fucking oh. rip into them. I'm going to tell you Damn. honestly what my opinion is. Oh, Jesus Holy Christ. Uh, that's that I like them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't know that yet. We get some yeah, emails from, from real assholes. You don't know. <laughs> All right, well, uh, uh, just just hit, kidding. Hit me, hit me, hit me with the good shit. All right, first email is from Phantom Thief Goofus. Good name, <laughs> definitely a real name. Yeah, good name. Uh, hey Jeff and the other one. Hi, hi, and and Kevin, <laughs> and, and Kevin. Did he say <laughs> Which and one? Kevin? Who's he? Or? Who's he talking to? <laughs> I think Josh is the other one, and he doesn't even mention Kevin. Oh right. well, that's that's sucks. Honestly, ouch, and this will reflect in my score of this. <laughs> Yeah, the overall grade has been lowered. Uh, Trek boys, etc. Mm. Trek boys. Trek boys. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was a pretty piss poor Trek boys. Everyone. Trek, Trek boys, Trek boys, Trek boys, Trek boys. I think that somebody was good. tune Kevin. I think that was good. <laughs> I think. I forgot to wind him up. Um, <laughs> uh, something that I like about Star Trek is that the future is hopeful. I've read enough dystopian, hopeless future shit to name drop in the rest of my Twitter arguments for the rest of forever. Yeah. But the fact that humanity can be cool with each other and work with other species makes me feel nice. And also, your dick jokes are great. Uh. <laughs> I have. This, I have to go together. Well, I have some pitch it or ditch it's for you. Oh, shit. Oh, so, all right, all right. I was going to react to that, but we can picture it. Oh, go ahead. Uh, that, I was going to say, that's another example of very 80s and 90s philosophy that everyone can work together. Yeah, 90s especially, yeah. the greatest decade of all time. Also, dick jokes were in the 90s, so it all ties together. Yeah, so we but don't they weren't know ours. what we're doing right now. 
No, shit. we're in hell. Shit has been fucked. But it has been we okay, fucked. at least surface level in the past. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, here's the pitch it or ditch it. TOS. Mm. Captain Kirk and friends get back to Earth after a mission and a little R&R, and what the fuck? The Nazis are back. No! Alright, alright. Why the fuck are the Nazis back? Yo, I got... Alright, there's an Enterprise episode about <laughs> this. There's a there's a TOS episode about this, but it's a Nazi planet. Yeah, no, uh, they go back to Earth and Enterprise. It's a different timeline, though. Um, this won't stand, obviously, and the crew working together and taking into account people's different perspective on things managed to pants those fascists. This yeah. culminates in Kirk double axe handle smashing new Hitler's dick while Spock Vulcan neck pinches him, and then they kiss. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like ditch random Nazi killing. I'm into that. Also, so. does Spock and and like and Kirk, Kirk kiss, kiss or, or is it Kirk Hitler? and Hitler kiss? <laughs> the misplaced modifier in there. No, I, oh. I, 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 I think in the spirit of it. Uh, it's it's the people we like who are the kissing ones. Yeah, okay. they're the kissers. Yeah. Uh, the B plot is that Chekhov has to make a roast to impress an old friend, yes. but his roast is ruined. Yes. Holy shit! No, Amazing. but really, why are the Nazis back? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna pitch that. Uh, yeah, I'm pitching. I'll it. totally pitch this with the realization and sadness that. If this was a TNG episode, Worf would be like, well, why are the Nazis bad? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Don't put that on Worf. Oh, no. Worf wouldn't do that. They'd be like, oh, well, they fucking systematically exterminated a race. And he'd be like, oh. oh. Dude, I'm going to pitch it with the realization that the question at the end, why are the Nazis back, is uh, now. Is about real life. Yeah, this is a thinly veiled real life email. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bend the plot of this slightly so that uh, they they actually go through a wormhole and they're on present day Earth, and instead yeah. of Kirk and Spock just kissing each other, they kiss the three of us who are recording this podcast. Oh fuck! Okay, oh I'm gonna go God. ahead and di- I'm gonna go ahead and pitch that, and not just because I get to fucking lip lock with those guys. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not just because. What are the other reasons? Uh, th- there are none. But shut up. Oh 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 oh, oh shit! <laughs> edit that out, me. Yeah, edit that out later. Yeah, I'll get that. I'll I don't want people to know that I'm super hot for Kirk and Spock's big old dongers. What, don't you don't want you don't want people to know you got two eyes and a heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so pitch it or ditch it two for TNG. Uh-huh. Uh, Data doesn't know how to dance, and the prom's tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Riker tries to teach him the robot, but Data finds this racist. <laughs> Riker know the robot. He's not a robot. He doesn't strike me as ha- knowing how to do that. Um, B-plot, the alternate universe where Wesley Crusher got executed because his ball ruined some flowers on that one planet. You know the one. Yeah. Man, season one of TNG is rough. Racist Africa planets especially. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. We did that Uh Pitch it or ditch it three. Discovery, but good? Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, how? <laughs> yeah, figure that one out. Yeah, you write more than that, and I'll pitch that. I, I don't know how that's possible, but okay. Do you guys pitch or ditch data going to the prom? Oh, I forgot pitch. to ask that. Pitch the f- Oh, for fuck. sure. I'm going to have to pitch that one. One of my favorite episodes is when data goes to the planet of uh, stupid idiots, and they don't know what he is. I love that Oh, yeah, that that's a great one. episode. If, 
He's an ice man. All right. Clearly. So, so <laughs> who 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 wrote these who wrote these emails? Phantom Thief Goofus. Phantom Thief Goofus the... has tapped into like two of my favorite most plot lines ever. Like proms. Proms, roasts and random, yeah. It's all there. I'm I feel like this was specifically tailored because we talked about this on the last podcast. Yeah, Kevin loves like everyday life scenarios. Yeah, Although love... this was sent before we announced that Kevin was going to be on this it's podcast. Weird. It's weird. I love. It's almost like he's a prophet and he knew. I love he fantastic knew. people in uh, mundane ass scenarios. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I do like that too. Um, I actually like that too. I find that hilarious. Like day to really day, great. man. Data day, yeah. Thanks for the good, good space content. Hopefully, Jeff can be a pretend friend one day. Keep uh, on <laughs> podcasting. I pitched Jeff. All right. Phantom yeah. Thief Goofus. Of the Connecticut Goofuses? Yes. I know them. Um, our next email is from Alex N. Okay. Who Alex. says, Looks like them Trek boys are at it again. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? You guys doing good? Your beard's doing good? Good. No, I got a bunch of hair in my mouth from mine. Yeah, what's I up watched with you? the thing about the 30-year-old who got sued by his parents and had to move out, and he had a big old beard, and I was like, I should shave. <laughs> I would if I had a chin. I I, would, I would yeah, I'm never going to shave. Don't have a chin. That's so. never going to happen. So. It's a problem. <laughs> um, so watching these Romulan episodes is making me think about one of my favorite things about Star Trek, the different villains. Hmm. Okay. You have the big bads, of course, like Khan, the Borg, and the Duras sisters and such, but I also yeah. like how each episode managed to work in at least one well-thought-out acting antagonist, no matter what the episode was about. Hmm. Mm-hmm. One thing I wish it did more of, though, is to take the time to humanize many of the antagonists. The only one that comes to mind is the Romulan that LaForge becomes besties with. Hmm. Yeah. So to that end, I've got a TNG pitch it or ditch it for you. Hit me. Man, oh my these God. people love the pitch it or ditch it. I know. They're all over it today. I love the pitch it or ditch it. <laughs> uh, this episode opens on a planet with no real civilization. We see Data, and he's completely alone, apparently having been somehow marooned on this planet. There's little to no speaking as we follow him through many harrowing trials and tribulations that test his resourcefulness, resolve, and will while he attempts to escape. Oh my god, it's uh, it's Pitch Black. <laughs> it's the third Pitch Black movie where you see Katie Sackhoff's complete boobs. So the best one. Pitch it. When, nah, Pitch Black's still the best one. Uh, when he finally does, however, we discover that he was actually been following, rooting for, and empathizing with Lore the whole time. Oh, that's crazy good! That would be fucking cool! Holy shit, that's good. Oh my god, I'm sorry I made a joke. <laughs> Here's my thing. And I've had a reservation Uh-oh. about this since I heard the let's humanize our villains thing. I think yeah, the humanize yeah. our villains thing is kind of going out of style in in uh, in recent times. Like, it's kind of more comfortable for people to have someone to, like, yeah. totally hate. We have a lot of people in real life who are very evil. <laughs> like, humanize your... Well, that's the thing, is, like, humanizing your villains, like... I don't... Uh, correlation is not causation, right? But, like... Yeah, you can't. It seems like yeah. real people are so ready to completely forgive, like, mass-murdering pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah. Because, because, like, fucking, like, fiction has taught them that all villains are just hurt people that are yeah. need help. I'm not ready to both sides lore, but like this is a good idea, and I think it'd be more interesting. 
Okay, so here's here's my here's my little punch up for this. It's that okay. um, Data halfway through the episode thinks it's lore like that he's that he's like sympathizing with, but it's really lore as a part of himself that he has to learn to reject. Like, oh man, it's like in oh, his brain. Man. Yeah, like there's a it's du- like a, oh wow. there's a double twist where you're like it's just Data, and then it's like no, it's Data and lore, and then you're like no, it's just and like data. at the end, at the end, like Data like. Like Jordy comes into Data's room and he's like just sitting there like at his little desk thing and he's like Data Data and then like Data's like oh you know he like wakes up or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from like and like it's like Dude, implied this that would be the th- absolute perfect episode to put later on during the season where Data learns that he can dream yes yeah. that would be a perfect callback to that episode it could be like a nightmare it could be like his first nightmare like yeah it'd be a nightmare for him like i'm holy shit i'm, I'm down for like complex problems because what we're seeing a lot uh, a lot of in in modern times is complex problems yeah yes. but complex villains is it's just a little bit like too big of a step for me these days to be like yeah, he's basically the same as any hero. He just wants to kill everyone. Yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to be like the Borg Queen has like any redeeming quality. Like there's no redeeming qualities about the Borg Queen. Yeah. She's a fucking like crazy space zombie. But, like that's what she is. But the question of how is the Federation different from the Borg Queen? That's a good question and a good conflict. Like you can't yeah. you can't just homogenize everything. Right, you can't make them the same. Then it, like what's the point? There's no point. I've never it. understood that argument because it's like how is the Federation different than the Borg Queen? Well, they don't turn you into fucking robot zombies. They let you keep your culture and do what you want. You just help out. Like, how is that anything similar? (laughs) Some people would say that the socialist utopia is a robot zombie, Jeff. Go capitalism! (laughs) Maybe you're right. Maybe it's just, uh, I'm I'm really deep into just one-way struggles these days. (laughs) It's... I feel like moralism is really clear, and yet, like, morality in my world right now is really fucking stupid. Well, this is what happened, uh, Kevin, this is what happened after Vietnam, is you got Star Wars, because people were like, everything was very complicated. Yeah, oh yeah. And they just wanted, they just wanted, like, oh, good and bad, good versus evil. Even though, ironically, Star Wars turns out to be a story about... The exact opposite. Yeah, <laughs> like, and this is how we. kind of not. This is how we got like Dadaism after uh, World War One. So yeah, the first World War. Yeah, it's like holy shit, Keep, everything's really fucking bad. Nothing. <laughs> everything's matters, fucking. Yeah. Everything has all these like in, endless layers of meaning. So mm-hmm. here's this yeah. like form of art that has no meaning. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's celebrating no meaning. Yep. It's. <laughs> The thing about the the complex villains versus villains that are very just two-dimensional, angry, hateful villains is... Uh, Kevin might know about this. They're in the first part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure... Oh, wow. There is a villain named Dio who... Um, Ronnie st- James Dio? Pretty well, much, everything yeah. in Everything yeah. in... JoJo is named after music shit, musicians oh. and stuff. Yeah, Limp Bizkit is a character too. He's yes, a, he's a uh, Vanilla oh, Ice no. is a character. <laughs> but nice. in, in the first part, like this, this kid, like uh, this street urchin, moves in with a rich family, and he does everything in his power to ruin his new brother's life. Yeah. He steals his girlfriend's first kiss, which is like crazy because it's Victorian times and Japan. Wow! And then he uh, kicks his dog into a fucking furnace and burns it alive. 
That's terrible. And That's worse than the girlfriend thing. Fans, <laughs> fans of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure still see him as a fucking tragic character that they have to like be like, well, actually, he grew He's up the good poor, son. so... He's the good son. The good son's evil. Well, it's, Macaulay Culkin's evil. Is it... It's whatever law that says, like... Whatever, um, whatever you do as satire can be interpreted as extremist propaganda. Yeah. And, well, I, also, like, it's really tough for me to be like, yeah, he's like a complex villain who has all these other sides when he, like, becomes a vampire and starts, like, murdering his own father and shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Here's here's what I'd love is if, if they're like, he's a complex character, and for another character to be like, no, you're fucking not. Like, yeah, that's why that would be great. I, that's why I love um, o- Over the Garden Wall so much, because that's like mm. basically how a major conflict in that ends. It's true. Is that's one, actually true. Is, is like one of, like one, the villain is like, you must choose. And he's like, I don't have to fucking choose. You're a fucking idiot. I'm not going to do that. And this is a character who's been basically going like go like going with the flow like trying to be a, a a good model citizen throughout this entire adventure and then he's confronted with like this authority figure who gives him an ultimate choice and he's like you're wrong i don't have to choose you're just a, you're just evil and you're out for yourself you're just being a dick <laughs> you're just being a dick over the garden wall is very very good i fucking love over the garden wall i tr- i try <laughs> to watch it every year just cuz i love it I do. A, I watch a lot of the same shit every year, which is why I don't watch a lot of new shit. But yeah, I do the same thing. That's why we have a Star Trek podcast. <laughs> That's why we have a podcast about a show that went off the air twenty years ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it, well, like with regards to like this idea of maybe uh, data, it like examines that he's a little bit more complex than everyone's ever than everyone's favorite baby android. Yeah, I think there is a good core to this episode, and I like this pitch. So, I'm oh no, this yeah, this could. Be I would, really, yeah. I would like very much pitch Kevin's version of it, but I would also pitch Alex's version of it. I would oh, do yeah. both too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd say I'd say my version is a little too modern to really like. It's a little too on the edge <laughs> to fit into like. It's a little too edgy, a little too real, it's a little too good to be like you know actually made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. The, like, what what was pitched would be a perfectly good episode that could explore everything that I suggested without having to be like fucking glasses pushing crazy up ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex N finishes his email out by saying, "Keep on shirting it. Keep on shirting oh, it. Shirting it. Our That's next email. email is from sent from MySpace. No, TJ." Huh. What? Who says, hey, fellas. Oh, whoa. Fellas. That's throwing me off. Fella boys. Fellas. Fellas. Imagine that the two, I mean three, of you can do a fusion dance and become less moon vests with the power to approve any project that comes across your desk. On N- NBC executive less or CBS executive, yeah, CBS executive CBS? less Moonves. Okay. Yeah, Moonvest. Uh, Moonves. I don't know how the fuck you pronounce that name. No, no, it's from Thirty Rock. Yeah, Moonvest. Uh, Moonvest. Yeah, moon yeah. He's a yeah. hobo. He's a hobo. <laughs> Give me um, your fingernails. <laughs> uh, it takes place on the USS Yamato, the sister ship of the Enterprise D. And Uh-oh. is set concurrent to the events of the first season and a half of Next Gen. 
Instead oh, of no. instead of being the flagship of the fleet, the Yamato is sent on small ambassador missions to show off Starfleet's new class to different colonies and embassies, and also just sent to do busy work. Hmm. Because of this, the crew gets massive chips on their shoulder, and anytime Picard or the Enterprise's exploits are brought up, they're just like, this fucking guy, and they're all bitter <laughs> about it. Because it wouldn't be about these huge conflicts or adventures, it would be an insight into the minutiae of day-to-day on a Starfleet vessel and could tell a story about becoming stir-crazy and buried in the sometimes hinted-at bureaucracy of the Federation. Uh, of course they'd have to eventually get completely fucking wasted in contagion, <laughs> so it'd probably be a short-lived series. Thank you and I love you, your friend forever, TJ. <laughs> Wait, you didn't resolve any of that tension you the, set up. The t- yeah, what? So they die. The, they get a contagion. The Yamato, they yeah, die. they find the they find Iconia and they get fucked by that shit. They yeah. fucking in the in yeah. the episode Contagion, the Yamato just gets fucked. So it's a short-lived show. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say no to more Star Trek. What if they know they're gonna die? Like what if? Oh whoa! What if they're like? What if yeah, Data's dreaming all this? You just you just have to live this. Let me push up my glasses and think about this. What if they know they're gonna live this totally boring life until they fucking die for no reason for like? I feel like that would be, as much as I love sh- like the ship porn that's going on right. Not relationship porn, but yeah. actual starship porn. Uh, I feel like that'd be a tremendous waste of resources, sending a galaxy-class star trip on yeah. basically, like, a goodwill tour also, around the different places. I feel the show would be a tremendous waste of resources. <laughs> I, I feel like people have tried The Office but in space before. Yeah, that's what it would be, and right? Is it a comedy? Because it's not seeming like it's a comedy. Oh, Iconia. You, you, gotta, you gotta do something. Like, you can't that's just true. have a show... About nothing. You gotta That's have a moon sh- well. They made a show about nothing, yeah. Kevin. I don't know and, if you heard it. And it was a comedy, Jeff. <laughs> oh, you got me. You got me. It was a documentary. It was a documentary. I just I can't do it. I'm gonna be the real Les Moonves and be like, I can't do it. Sorry. Yeah. I uh, I like where your head's at, but sorry. Like, if we could just get a show set during a similar period that goes on cool space adventures, I'd be all about that. Super pitch it, yeah. I think, yeah, I think this, I think this pitch needs a little work, so I gotta, for, 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 like, the sake of, like, my word having any weight, I gotta ditch it. That's right. We're all about that here, our words having weight. But it doesn't mean I don't like you, writer, person. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that. TJ. Yeah. TJ. TJ. Lo- from MySpace. I love you, TJ, from MySpace. You're my top five. <laughs> top eight, Whatever. Kevin. Top eight. How young are you, Kevin? <laughs> I didn't have He's... a MySpace. I had a Zanga. Oh, my, oh my <laughs> God. I had a MySpace. Oh my. I had some fucking sick-ass hip-hop playing on that shit, Had a MySpace. <laughs> I am fucking going back, boys. <laughs> I had a Zanga and a Live Journal, and you'll pry them from uh, oh no. I couldn't get the. I couldn't get the fucking buy-in for the dead journal so doesn't that tell you everything you need to know about kevin that he had a zanga and a live journal i know a lot of people who did <laughs> so if you want to listen to some good ass straylight run you go to my fucking zanga <laughs> oh shit i'm headed right now get me there holy shit profits wa- take me back if you want to see me getting yeah. broken up with via zanga you better go to my <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah dude 
If you do, you remember the fucking MySpace era though, when you could just have an entire album streaming on your fucking oh, MySpace yeah. page, and it, no one was like, "Take that down." Yeah, they were like, "I had Whatever. the entirety of the Low End Theory playing on my fucking MySpace." Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> the internet was so great. Oh my yeah. god! R.I.P. Internet. Fuck! It sucks. <laughs> Our uh, next email is from Eric Fauchot. Faux show. Who Faux says, show. you guys, you track guys. Track guys. Track guys. Track guys. I watched and then finished watching TOS. I'm now starved for more of a canceled 50-year-old TV show. <laughs> nice. A thought crept into my mind at some point during the credits of Turnabout Intruder. They should make more of this. <laughs> and then I remembered that they tried, and they let JJ do it, and then I got yeah. sad. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> We and, and then I thought about Discovery, and then I got sad again. Yeah. How, is action heroes in space just what Star Trek is now? No. That's what they think people want. Anyway, That's, TOS was a good time most of the time. <laughs> we'll always have TOS. How's the animated series treating you guys? Are you watching any of it? I'm watching it. Holy fucking I started fucking watching God. it yesterday, and it's Fucking crazy. Yo, let me even tell you. I can't even explain to you how crazy it is. Kevin, they literally meet Satan. Yeah. They hang out with They do Satan magic. Satan is summoned, and they hang out with him. Yeah. There's a million episodes where a ship is flying through the galaxy at, like, warp 72, <laughs> and they're like, we can't catch the ship, and then they catch the ship, and it's like, here's an alien that looks exactly like a hot lady. <laughs> All right, this sounds incredible. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking nanas, dude. It's ridiculous. Uh, Eric Fauchot says, I'm off to watch DS9 now. See you next week, Trek boys. Whoa, you're, oh, fuck. Holy shit. You're going straight from TOS to fucking... I'm guessing they already watched TNG. Probably already watched <laughs> okay. it, yeah. Well, if you, I, I feel like if you miss um, TOS, you got you got to at least dip into the animated series. You got to... <laughs> You might not like it no. anymore after that. <laughs> um, our, our our next email. Let's see if there's a real name on this real quick. Is that from MySpace again? Uh, no. This is from Name Withheld Upon Request. Okay. okay. <laughs> and when I found out a porn star was dead, the first thing I thought was, Josh probably knew that. What? <laughs> That's what how they star? started. There's no hello or anything. It just says that. <laughs> I probably did know. I know lots about porn. Also, I know like, lots about lots of stuff, but I do know a lot about porn. Also, you can't say name withheld upon request when your name is like on the email that you sent us. <laughs> I guess they don't want us to I say I know what your name is, but I'm they anyway. don't want to be embarrassed that they watch porn themselves. But they're they're fully okay with calling me out for yeah, knowing Josh porn stars. Josh is a stars fucking that. sick pervert, but I don't. Yeah, want I'm a gross pervert who watches pornography. Josh films. is the porn messiah who died for our porn. That's right. You're talking um, about August Ames? Is that what you're talking about? See, he Guy. knew. He knew. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yo, uh, let me tell you a quick story the other day. Uh, I'm going to call Paul out right now because I don't give a fuck. Uh, he does listen to this, I've heard. We were talking about... I don't think he cares, but if he does, whatever. Uh, we were talking about uh, uh, a, a, a porn star from like the early to mid-2000s. And uh, I was, he like couldn't remember the name. And I, was, and I was like, well, what happens? And he's like, it's like I was a porn with, with her in it. 
and like there's only a few of porns with her, but she like punches a guy in the balls, and I was like, I know, I know what porn star it is, and he's like, No, you don't. And how I could you pl- possibly know that? Because I, I remembered, I remembered the porn, I remembered it, and I knew. And I'm, I'm a genius. I'm a fucking genius. Okay. That's why. You are a savant, sir. You just I'm fucking a porn know. <laughs> I'm like the Rain Man of porn. I fucking am. <laughs> fucking ask me a question about some porn. I'll know it. Oh. <laughs> Josh, I will say of of all the porn you've recommended to me, which was like one thing, it has been yeah. my speed. So like, yeah, yeah it was good. <laughs> I was pre- there when that happened. It was you're, good. Yeah, you're pretty but, good at assessing like what. I can <laughs> tell. All right, what Josh, I got like. one for you. This, okay. is, this should be fairly easy for you. It, it, it's a crossroads. Who played the Vulcan in the Star Trek porn parody? Oh, the Vulcan. Oh, I th- I only I know the Star Wars one better. Is it Lexi Bell? No. It's not Lexi Bell. Well, she was in that one, though, wasn't she? I don't think so. Oh, shit. I don't know. I don't know that one. It's so. Sasha Gray. Oh, Sasha Gray. Oh, wow. That's a way back. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Sasha Gray. Oh, boy. Anyway. Also, right, you two on. are nerds, right? <laughs> Is uh, that what they say? Yeah, you two are nerds, right? I play this tabletop miniature game where I go to battle the Star Trek ships against one another on a space mat. It's uh-huh. fucking dope. It's called Hero Clicks. Yeah. I didn't know they oh, had yeah. Star Trek Hero Clicks. Um, I didn't know that either. Can I go on record with uh, Yuck? Oh, yeah! <laughs> yuck! Damn! <laughs> For Hero Clicks. He's yucking them. This dude's cold as ice! Dude, oh, bla- man. I'll blast a yuck towards Hero Clicks. Stop stop ruling stop ruining perfectly good college nerds by making them interested in hero clicks. This is out of control. I don't know what to say to that. That's crazy. I don't know anything about hero clicks. I want to go on the record and say I've had no interest in it. But they do look a little. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Lame, jank ass. I don't want to. I'm not gonna. I'm going to defer to my colleagues here. <laughs> uh, anyway, they continue on when they have all sorts of ships, Romulan, Klingon, Zindi, and they blow each other, other up, and it's great. Fuck the peace okay. the Federation stands for. And there are several images of Heroclix, and they don't look so great. I'm going to go on record. At, I'm looking at the ships. The ships look okay. They're all right. Yeah, I don't know about that. It's a Dominion ship. It's all right. Uh, hey man, if he, if they like it, that's fine. That's cool. Comic book take- nerds might also recognize this as a game where you battle little miniatures of Superman and Thor together. That's yeah, I'm, I know that. There's yeah. also Lord of the Rings in it. And okay. last year they released a set that had actual TOS crew characters, not the ships. So I have taken a tiny plastic version of Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock out to Wakanda and dunked on Shazam and Gandalf. With them. What the hell? And there is a picture. Of a shirtless Kirk doing the double axe fist punch <laughs> as a hero clicks. Uh, that is fucking amazing. That's actually incredible. I do, love, right. I do love the double axe handle. It's the most powerful move. It, I'm into hero clicks now. Sorry, Kevin. I love this. Yeah, alright. I was wrong. <laughs> There's a sexy Romulan in a chair. Sexy Romulan lady in a chair, too. That looks really yeah, cool. That's cool. And much to my fully erect shock, this year we're getting a set of Next Generation crew, so I'll be able to build an army of my favorite characters from both series. I've listened to Josh's things a long time, and had even created custom hero clicks of fantasy fiction characters Holy based shit. on his world. 
Yo, I would love to see that. If they're mine, anyway. <laughs> um, Buffcat was awesome, and he killed yes! Doctor Doom once. Yeah, of course he did. He could totally kill Doctor <laughs> Doom. For That's sure. awesome, though. Seriously. That's that awesome. That is super cool. I would love to see all of those. That's great. Are we talking uh, about Buff Cat when he has the death metal claws or, pre- or pre-death metal Buff Cat? Wow, this guy is this busting guy out now. knows what here. he's talking about. <laughs> the, like the adamantium claws that I gave him? We got the lore he master the mace over here. The mace tail. I have a figure that my friend made. I'll show it to you guys. Dude, it's I do really want to crazy. see that. It's crazy. Yeah, I actually do we very much want to see that. <laughs> it's very uh, delicate. It's like, it's highly, uh, what's the word? Accurate. Break. Oh yeah, it's Sexually got a dick. Section. It doesn't have a dick. It's got oh. a loincloth. I'm looking at it right now. It's got a loincloth on. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this unprompted ad for an expensive game you probably won't play, <laughs> but it's super fun, and you could soon do battle between TOS and TNG crews. And I thought you deserved to know. I appreciate it, even though I'm very much addicted to expensive things enough for me right now. So, but I I appreciate it. I'm. It's cool that you like like playing the game with Star Trek in it. That's awesome. Yeah, I've even built a custom rule set around having characters inside the ships as a crew so Batman can fly the USS Stargazer and Kirk can fly the Enterprise D and shit his pants over all the advancements before he dies under a bridge and comes back as a Borg. I really feel oh bad for, like, yucking hero clicks now, because... Yeah, it's what a right. prick! Oh my it's god! Right. Yeah, five minutes ago, Kevin was a total dick. I, I feel like I feel like this shit's pretty cool. I mean, I just saw a picture of what looks like uh, somebody body slamming Kirk. It's not somebody from Star Trek. It's just some alien thing from some. It looks like the guy from uh, Episode Three, the the guy on the planet. Uh, the, guy, the guy who runs the cafe, the fifties diner, that guy, Jetster, Dexter, Jetster, Dexter, no, Jetster. That's Attack of the Clones, <laughs> not him. Booster, I Bill? wish it was <laughs> Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl, dude. Dave Grohl. <laughs> have is, Dave Grohl. Hero click. Is a they really probably good do. Hero click. <laughs> Th- thanks for that email. I also like that they ended the email by putting hashtag not an ad. That's there you perfect. Go. That means it's not an ad. That's good, because now people searching for that will be able to find it. Use <laughs> promo code MCLASS for 10% nice. off your Hero Clicks. Nice. Hero Clicks, if you want to fucking give us some money for shilling for you, Kevin's not normally on this show, so we will yeah. amp you up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here as a guest, so... <laughs> um... Our next Guys, email. I just found a Star Trek porn parody called Star Trek Deep Throat. No. <laughs> you guys want to take oh. a little break? Holy <laughs> shit. Wait, why isn't it Deep Throat 69? I, it's too, that would be too good, I think. That's too good. Uh, we have another email from uh-huh. Trendy Moron. Trendy Moron. Who has titled the email, What Would Two Dicks Do to Freud? Oh, okay. Dearest Jeff and Josh and Kevin. (laughs) Really? We all know swords are shaped like dicks. Many believe this is no accident. Mm. I know Josh has caught a sword a metal penis on at least one podcast, possibly on several. I got made fun of, but it's absolutely true. Josh, did you do one podcast once? (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound like you. That's fucking great. Uh, that doesn't sound like Josh. Uh, so what happens then if you have a species that's sporting a different arrangement downstairs? 
what if your species had, say, two dicks? Perhaps instead of using a weapon with one long blade terminating in a single point, they'd use some kind of double-sided weapon? Oh, my Something God. that has not just one long hard point, but two? Something you might, like uh, a Batleth? You might be selling me on this two-deck thing now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Just something to ponder, gentlemen. With love, that's, trendy moron. That's great. That's a great email. And you know what? You blew my fucking mind, dude. You might be right. You might be right. Does that mean, like, the two Klingon dicks, like, curve way, way outward? Yeah. Like, in a way that would be know. pleasurable for no one? Unless I would you have vaginas on your knees? No, they have <laughs> one dick in the front and one dick that comes out of the small of their back. Right? Yeah. Also, Kevin, the vaginas on the knees thing was supposed to be uh, revealed in season two of Discovery, so way to blow it. <laughs> God, could you imagine Riker on that fucking, like, when he was sent to the Klingon ship and he finally Yo. gets the Klingon ladies? Dude, and they, like, the prime directive their legs says, and their knees have vaginas on them. Dude, the prime directive says, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Riker's like, look, I'm only gonna be able to get one of these. And they were like, wow, okay. All right, human. I didn't know you humans were this bad at sex. I think he's really only doing a quarter of the work. That's, like... That's like the old saying, like, keep an aspirin between your knees. Hold an aspirin in your knees, right? What? To be celibate. Did you ever hear that shit? No. No. Yeah. What the it's fuck? Like old, it's like an old-timey, like, don't spread your legs thing. Like, they'd say to girls, like, pretend like there's an aspirin between your knees. Wow. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's been a great show, guys. I'm going to go watch this Deep Road 9. <laughs> Where they definitely don't hold an aspirin between their knees. <laughs> oh my god, the Klingon lady has two vaginas on her knees! Oh Kevin my god. was right! Oh my god, she's holding an aspirin between her knees and totally fucking it. <laughs> I just snorted. Our, our next email is from Jack. Hi, Jack. Who uh, is a pal of mine who says... Hey, Trek Bros, big fan of Satan here. Trek Bros, <laughs> Satan. Who is it? Six, six, six. Uh, how would you rank the Trek villains? I guess that would include Klingons, Romulans, the Borg, and the Dominion. And I'd Satan. rank sure them not Hold as on, guys, racist. I'm not finished with the email yet. <laughs> okay, sorry, good. I'm not sure if I'm forgetting anyone in terms of major enemies. Obviously, I didn't include the Kazon because that would be too easy since we all know they're the best. Personally, oh Klingons God. are my favorite species in Trek, but I don't know if I'd rank them as the best, seeing as they eventually allied themselves with the Federation. Oh, Thanks I love for everything, them, though, bros. For I think that makes them way, way complicated, and I love that they like are constantly. It's it's like the Klingons are like totally defiant, uh, like like they're fighting against their fate. Like they know eventually that like they're probably going to join the Federation, right? Yeah. And there's, like, there's like canon evidence that they do later in, like, the far distant future. So, like, they're just, like, totally, like, nah, I don't, we're just, we fucking hate you guys. No, just kidding. We love you guys. No, fuck you. We hate you. It's, like, such, like, a fucking, like, love-hate relationship that I, I, I love it. I love the Klingons. Mm. What about you, Kevin? Also, they have two dicks. 
<laughs> they do have two dongers, which puts them at least one donger above most of the other species. Yeah, I don't know how many dicks the Kazon have. Probably like 50. They so probably they put- have like a broccoli sprout just coming right out of their crotch. Yeah, and each of the little broccoli things is a dick. Like the yeah. little parts of the broccoli, those are dicks. So they have at least like 100 dicks. So the question is, what's the best Star Trek villain of all time? Yeah, the yeah. like species villains. Oh, hmm. Did you have an mean, answer for like the specific one who's yeah, the best have, like, villain of all time? Well, I was gonna say Picard's brother after he becomes Borged, and then he has to go back to France, and his brother's <laughs> a huge dick. I just watched that episode again. Yeah, I love that episode. It's a good episode. He is a giant cock. Yeah, to him. he's, he's just a huge fucking asshole. I would have left too. I'd have been like, "Fine, dude, you're crazy." Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say the Breen. <laughs> the Breen. <laughs> They appear in like six episodes. What the, what the hell, fuck? Kevin? Yeah, definitely, definitely the Breen, <laughs> the greatest adversaries of Starfleet in history. Hey, they, the Breen. In the, in the few episodes they participate in, they do some real fuckery, man. Like they do, they're assholes. I expect, I expect like a little bit of nuance from the Klingons, even the Romulans. But the Breen, each betrayal stings. That's true. They're just they're just on like there's no reason to for like what they do. They're just like pure bad. Yeah, they're just like um actually fuck, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. You're dead. <laughs> fuck you. The Bre- the Breen are like that one friend that you don't have a like long relationship with, but you're like they're in the friend group. They've got to be cool. They've never been cool to me, but like everyone else is friends with them. They got to be cool at least once and they're never <laughs> cool. The Damn. brain was no one's friend, though. They were they yeah. worked with the Dominion. <laughs> Dude, the brain are badass, though. Remember they talk about the Klingon fleet that goes to invade the brain and that never returns? Like yeah. that's fucking crazy. That's true. Damn they it. also have really cool outfits that look like Princess they, Leia's outfit when she was pretending to be a bounty hunter. Boosh. Yeah, looks like boosh. the boosh. They are cool. So yeah, Breen, final answer. <laughs> well, that's a dumb answer. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Every answer is a valid answer. <laughs> All right. Except the Breen. <laughs> then I'm going to say the Maki. Oh, dude. Here we go. Now I'm we got an emails episode. I'm not getting into that. <laughs> now we got a show. Maki. Oh the most God. well-motivated villain of all time. You knew, you knew what landmine you were stepping on. You did it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> they got everything to claim. They got everything to complain about, guys. Like you got to respect the Maki's beliefs. <laughs> Look, they were good people on both sides. Yeah, you got to Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, I I like the Klingons and the Romulans a lot as, like, cool villains and also, like, not-so-much-villains as time uh-huh. goes on. But, like I said in the previous podcast, if you listen to it, the Dominion is, like, the anti-Federation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really love that. Yeah. Yeah, it is cool. And they are such a giant threat that the entirety of the Alpha Quadrant has to work together, even though they're, yeah. they've been at constant at each other's throats for hundreds of years. They have to work together or the entire Alpha Quadrant is going to get wiped out. It's pretty cool, man. I like I I like the Dominion uh, also. I just want to go on record to say uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> I there could be a Dominion in Star Trek Online next week. Well, oh, actually, yeah. it's already out. Yeah. 
Do you, are you like a Jem Hadar or are you like yeah, a, you get a to Wayun, be a whatever the fuck they're called? No, only Jem Hadar, no Wayun, no Vorda. Uh, Vorda, yeah. I love what fucking darks the Vorda are. Like, they, yeah. like when, um, when, uh, the Alpha Quadrant is shut off from, um, Am I saying? Am I using the right words? Are we in the Alpha Yeah, you quadrant? got it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah we're the in the Alpha quadrant. quadrant. Yeah. And where's the wormhole lead? The, the Gamma Quadrant. Gamma, gamma quadrant. quadrant. Okay, that's easy to remember. All right, so like, yeah, when the Gamma Quadrant is shut off, like Wei Wei Yun is just a fucking bitch. Like he just yeah, he's like real whiny. <laughs> he just sucks. And I he gotta got, get back to my mommy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's great how it's great how like they are so powerful, but like. The, their weakness is so clear. They're like Superman, but we're all Lex Luthor. They're all yeah. Well, they're they're top heavy, right? Yeah. Like it's everything goes down, and that's why it works. And the Federation is like anyone can save the day at any minute, right? Like it takes yeah. one man. The, right? the Federation is just a like a confederation of planets. They don't. They're not like a, yeah. a single unit in right. the same way that the Dominion is. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, that's one of the reasons you can't be Vorta in the expansion is because that they're like they wouldn't do that they wouldn't yeah. fight they <laughs> that's couldn't what they fight. said they're like they wouldn't fight they wouldn't do that it would rule if they didn't retcon their psychic brain blasts but whatever yeah that yeah there was there was <laughs> I forgot that. about that they used to they used to yeah. be able to like explode your dick with their brain missiles and then they're like nope. <laughs> No, they don't have that. Also, they can't see color or taste anything. Fuck. They don't know what blue looks like. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Um, just like that Jeff email. doesn't know what blue looks like. I know what blue looks like, you <laughs> giant piece of shit. <laughs> this is a healing podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> I love you guys. Um, uh, thanks for that email, though. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good email. Um, our next email is from Colin Brady. Hi, Colin Brady. Hi, Tom Brady's brother. Hi, Tom Brady. Hey there, you trio of Trek boys. This came Hell after yeah. we said that he was going to nice. be Nice. He didn't edit it. It actually no. says that. I'm so um, included. <laughs> yes. Uh, a bit off, a bit off topic, but I was wondering if you guys have ever experienced dealing with imposter syndrome. I recently started a new job after graduating college, and while it's definitely what? great, it's sometimes hard to shake the feeling I don't know what I'm doing when I'm surrounded by industry veterans. Oh well, man, no. dude! Yeah, M class <laughs> podcast and pretend friends have both made my long ass commute much more enjoyable. Thanks Aww. for all the free entertainment, Colin Brady. Thank oh, you, Colin. Man. Thank you, that's, Colin. You're the bestest. That's really that's nice, awesome. but I have bad news. No one ever knows what they're doing, ever. Yeah, nobody no. knows what they're doing, ever. <laughs> Imposter the, syndrome is inescapable. <laughs> yeah, the people you work with are doing the same thing. Oh, like, totally. Everyone and if they're not, it. then that's a bad thing. Like, if yeah. they don't have imposter syndrome, it means that they're completely incompetent and think that they know what they're doing. Right. They're, um, they're driving their car off a cliff, man. Like, dude, the, the best advice I can give you is to, like, cling to the real friendships in your life and, like, try and make time for you and also try and make things that make you happy. And maybe if those make other people... If the things you make make other people happy, like... That's crazy good, man. Like, yeah, that's a good thing. I mean, imposter syndrome. Like, I, I don't like. I'm we're creative types. Mm-hmm. Like, not there's no difference between a creative type and like, right. uh, like 
hardworking people. I don't know. We work hard. I don't know what to fucking call it. <laughs> yeah, like like blue like blue collar work, right? Like, yeah. Well, yeah. you gotta have like a certain amount of humility because like you should never th- you, you should never think you're too big to like not care about other people because yeah, you should, right. should probably care about right. other people. Well, like, but, but none of us are really in danger of that. Like no. we also need to we also need to be confident everyone needs to be confident enough to be like, hey, the shit I do matters and if no one appreciates that, I gotta I gotta like change my environment. It's not a problem with me. It's a problem with yeah. what with what I'm pitching to. Unless you're yeah, being I'm, a piece of shit, then it's probably a problem with you. But I, I don't think Colin Brady could ever be a piece of shit. No. Like, no. I I, I feel like imposter syndrome happens when, like, you can't gauge what size of fish or what size of pond you're in. Like, mm-hmm. and you're like, you're like, oh, am I supposed to be at this point? No one's supposed to be at any point. Everything's random. You're a good person, Colin. I'm pulling for you. You're going to make oh, yeah. it. Somebody's been I love drinking. You. I love you, Kevin. <laughs> um, Kevin should just be here all the time. Like Listen, everything Kevin is, can Kevin can come on this podcast literally whenever he wants. Everything is open total invite. Fucking chaos out there. The least we can do is be like, yeah, I think you're that's doing exactly all right. right. Everything is just random math <laughs> yeah. problems. That and is crazy. It's crazy. The only it's thing crazy. that keeps us sane in this universe is each other, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like imposter syndrome for creative types is fucking rampant, right? Because oh, God, nobody knows if what they're making is really good, and if you like. You never get like a solid reaction out of people when you make something. It's never yeah, like, well, oh, this people is are, fucking amazing, and everybody yeah, people agrees. People are always trying to like, like uh, play it cool, right? Like if it's yeah. really good, they're like, yeah, whatever. But if it's not, like, oh, they'll who tell knows? You. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> and yeah. like the imposter it's, syndrome comes from like you, like Kevin said, you see yourself at a certain plateau. Like you, you see this right. plateau. You need your skills to be at, and you feel like you're not living up to it. But right. you created that plateau for yourself, you know? Yeah. And well, you're always going to devalue what you do as a person, unless you're, like, an egomaniac or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if, if you, like, keep making stuff, and you look back on the stuff you made, and you're like, man, that's garbage, it just shows you've improved. Like, Yeah, you like, can I tell it's garbage. I don't know that's if good. Colin is, like, making something. No, I've not. made like, this about me. I've made I this noticed. about... Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. now it's about us. No, It's I, all about us, Colin. Yeah. Your like, problem can wait a second. I want to talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> Just... Just like listen, make stuff. Don't feel ashamed. Don't feel like you're. If you succeed, don't feel like. If you succeed and you feel like it was totally random, it was. Everything is totally random, but absolutely, you can can at least pay some of the randomness forward and be like, I got lucky. Maybe I can help someone who wasn't so lucky still be successful. Yeah. Yes. Again, what what Kevin said is absolutely true. I am just talking. What Kevin said is true, not just for himself, but for everybody. And I feel like Josh hit the nail on the head earlier with uh, the industry veterans that you're working with also feel like they're not living up to the position they're in. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody feels that way in every job. The best thing you can do is do the job to the best of your abilities and be confident in the fact that you gave your best. Here's another secret. Also Sorry, maybe, go ahead. Also, maybe unionize and eat the rich if you get a chance. Yeah, absolutely. That, <laughs> that is I agree a with good that one hundred percent. Also, make friends with people because that matters more. But make friends with people you actually like. Like that matters more than like. Yes. Yeah. Don't any... don't keep friendships with. Th- this is completely fucking unrelated to what the question now. But <laughs> sure. don't keep friendships that are causing you distress. 
Mm. Yeah. That is uh, the biggest mistake people make in their lives. Your life yeah. is going to be fucking a nightmare if you keep every person who causes problems for you as a friend. <laughs> this has drifted very far away from imposter syndrome. Yeah, I'm sorry. And, and I know I'm to blame. Wait, I'm going to rip my mustache off. <laughs> it's not Josh, it's fake Josh. The real imposter. You guys it's... would never really ask me on this show. It's me. You're on the show right now, Kevin. <laughs> or am I? Oh, no. Oh, shit. It's, it's imposter, junk. Kevin. <laughs> oh, shit. Mirror universe, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> thank uh, you for the email, Colin. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I hope we I hope we helped, and I hope you feel like you're worth it, because you probably are. Everyone deserves that. That's for, that's for goddamn we sure. We super appreciate the email as well. Yes, absolutely. Imposter syndrome is something I struggle with fucking constantly. Oh, so I, I, not I, this alone. Yeah, I've learned how to, like... Uh, I mean, I've been in situations where, like, I my first reaction is to make jokes and like it usually goes well but i've been in situations where like it hasn't gone well and people have like like totally like taken advantage of me so i don't know man <laughs> yeah i'm still a young professional like a like a I, i'd say a, a diamond in the rough for like a, a undiscovered yeah. gem so like yeah. i don't really know if i've experienced imposter syndrome yet but <laughs> boy i do every day there's something about there's something about like being an artist that it's like like yeah. a, a pen and paper like on the page artist or digital artist you know like visual artist let's put it that right. way right visual yeah there's something about being a visual artist that like you see all these other artists that do such amazing things and you look at your own work and you're like man I am nothing like them like they are real but that's artists. true in the sense that like you're you so that's what that is like right? I, yeah I just immediately think like these are real artists and I'm just trying to be one. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, in the in the video game scene, like you, I, like I, I feel like I'm just constantly up against people who are like way smarter than me, and like way like they have access to wizard like knowledge that I could never touch. And right. I'm like, this makes me feel bad. But then I just get a burrito or something, and I feel a little better. Yeah. The cure oh, for yeah. imposter syndrome. <laughs> a just burrito. Get a, just get a burrito and don't think so much, Mister Thinky Brain. <laughs> yeah. I I struggle with that though. Like this has just become like my therapy session on this yeah. podcast. It's Jeff, well, it's really selfish that you'd use this podcast. <laughs> That you created to do this. Fuck. I can't believe you would do this. I know. I know. That's enough of me whining, I think. Oh, um, man. Um, Jeff, I love you. Oh, I love you too, Kevin. Thanks, man. And Josh is here. And also, Josh, Josh is good. Josh. I love, I love him too. Um, our next email is from Jenna, who says, Jenna. Hey, Turek Boy! Turek yeah, we it takes a little got bit. There. Takes a bit. Um, happy spring. It does not feel like spring. It's summer now. <laughs> it feels like summer. Yeah, it, we didn't get one of those springs. No. We don't yeah, have we that. Completely anymore. skipped over that shit this time. Yeah. That's not a thing. Our Earth is dying. Yeah, yeah. It, it wants to kill us. We're a fever. <laughs> it's a fever. We're the virus. <laughs> Who? Anyway, what's the question? Um. God, I just got real depressed. <laughs> I've yeah. watched all the episodes with Romulans in them, and I want you to know, and I want to know if you think the thousand or so years separating uh, from the Vulcans is really long enough to consider Romulans an offshoot of the Vulcan race, as Spock said in Balance of Terror. I get the impression he meant they were similar to Vulcans, but not exactly the same. Like, they were genetically a little different. 
Uh, well, they do have the that other race, that proto uh, Vulcan race, the Mintakins. The Mintakins, yes. Yeah, I can't believe I remembered that. That's a really good pull. You got you got me. I didn't remember it until you said it. <laughs> I'm a smart, smart trick boy. You got it. You nailed it. Trick boys. Trick boys. Uh, but do... I go. You okay, go. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Did they, did the Vulcan, uh, did, like, the, the Vulcan uh, Romulan root do, like, experiment, like, genetic experiments and shit on Romulus? Like, is Well, there- that's what I was saying. Like, there could be, like, I mean, there's the Remans, too, who, like, they're totally different. But, like, a thousand years isn't enough to evolve like that. Yeah, maybe, so I feel like they're probably- just Greeks and Italians. Yeah, yeah, they're like Greeks and Italians. That's a good way to put it. I mean, in in TOS, I think they were supposed to mostly be the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, in TNG, it's hard to argue that, considering the Romulans have that ridge on their they're forehead real, that the yeah, Vulcans they got, don't have. Yeah, they have a real pronounced ridge. But that could just be like a trait. Like, that could just be like blue eyes, right? Like, yeah, sure. I guess maybe they Maybe they, there was a, a Vulcan who just looked like that, and like he survived the schism. And his his trait went on, right? Like who knows? What's harder to explain is the Remans. Like that's tough. <laughs> I thought the Remans weren't related. I thought they were just like a slave race that they they like when the Romulans went to that planet. Maybe they but they have them. the but they have the pointy ears. Well, a maybe lot they of, bred a lot with of them? horrible monster men and TNG and stuff have pointy ears. I don't know. I mean. It, it could be a similar situation, which I believe it is, to, like, the Sith, right? The Sith are a race of of beings. They're the Sith, called the Sith. They're red, and they have, like, little tendrils. And then there's the the Sith, which are the, the lords of the Sith, which is what they call the Jedi, the fallen Jedi who conquered the Sith, the lords of the Sith, right? And they interbred. So I think there's some interbreeding going on, obviously. See, I... I'm gonna go on record with my stamp of approval that the Remans are not related to the Romulans. Oh, at they all. were fucking each other though. <laughs> Nobody wants to fuck a Reman. I, I mean, like, you don't want to fuck a cave troll? I would. No. <laughs> I feel Look. like there's a lot of nurture going on here. Like uh, we have, like we had that one kid who was like one fourth Romulan in like one, yeah. one of those courtroom. Uh, yeah. TNG the episodes. drumhead. Yeah, drumhead. Yeah. And like, I. I, I feel like it's more just these are these are very well defined strict cultures, not so much like genes. Because yeah, you kind of yeah. figure out that everyone's running the same like base kit for genes. In well, one there of, is in one there is an episode of TNG that like completely negates that though when the. Romulan needs like a transfusion or something, and yeah. uh, the Vulcans on board can't Don't get it. Have a, yeah. Oh, that's the enemy. We just did that episode, but yeah. But that could again, that could just be like the Vulcans who survived to be Romulans could have just had that. Uh, that like, yeah, different different thing. Or something. Could, yeah. You know, I'm like th- I think that the the Romulans. You kind of have to think of them. I do like I do like Sith like. Just think like me, guys. Okay, <laughs> just <okay>. be me. <laughs> just be me and be smart. Uh, I think that there's just there was a few Romulans that grew to be the Empire. Right? Yeah, it's like a different uh, like if if there were like two planet Earths and there wasn't like to use the simple metaphor, there was an Adam and Eve on one Earth and an Adam and right. Eve on the other, and 
It's still this... only a thousand years, though. Like this doesn't yeah, work. A thousand <laughs> years of like crazy technology, though, and like no, like think about it. Like this is like planetary expansion as well. These Romulans are creating a star empire. Yeah, they, they but they have the technology to do that. Like once you're not afraid of lions eating you, you can get a lot done. Right. I think, I, I think we're missing. I think just as like a species with our current history, we're missing like a lot of information on what it means to have another species that is intelligent around us. And yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't have we, that. We murdered we the fuck off. out of the, the only other. Oh, species we also that we, we also bred them out of existence too. Yeah. As we and I, I I statistically have more of Neanderthal in me than like most people on Earth. Like, yeah, I got was uh, uh, just from like my uh, I got uh, my sister got the twenty three and me thing, and and they were like, yeah, you're way more Neanderthal than like most people on Earth. So I am also way more Neanderthal than. That's most so weird because I did that and it said I was way more Romulan than most people on Earth. <laughs> That's crazy. It's, well, I kind of believe the Neanderthal thing for you, Kevin, because of your giant fucking Stone Age dick. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. I somehow didn't see that coming. I somehow didn't. It's like my first time here. I didn't know that was going to happen. I don't know how it's possible. I just feel valued, you know? Like... <laughs> Yo, Neanderthals were dope, dude. They used to just, like, break bones and just fucking keep going. They were machines, yeah, They were dude. just like, whatever, I don't need that bone. They dude. would just break their hands and be like, fuck it. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Jenna continues... If you took humans from Earth and stuck them on another planet, they would still be genetically identical to us in a thousand years, right? Maybe we don't not. Know. Well, we don't know. If we were put on, if we were put on Mars, like the the grav the gravity is less on on Mars. So yeah, if it wasn't taller, terraformed, yeah, um, taller and thinner, we wouldn't. Yeah. Our muscles yeah, we would wouldn't. be like way weaker. A thousand years is a long time, but also you got to figure again. I don't want to beat the dead horse, but like you take a certain group of people like let's say you take only redheads and put yeah. them on mars like then everyone's gonna be a redhead maybe they're not the, gonna look the same maybe the conflict between the vulcans and like the people who became the romulans was more of a racial thing than it might have been histories well okay to be and maybe one race of vulcans had the forehead ridges let's get right. even more specific and say you have eight people who have to live in a dave and busters for a thousand years, <laughs> right? Which is right, like right. Romulus. <laughs> they're like they're going to. There's going to be some traits that are going to be valued above other traits for surviving yeah. in a Dave and Buster. Yeah, they're like drowning be... out the uh, incessant sounds. Yep. Dude, so they, there they, better be a fucking ton of onion ring dippers in that yeah. fucking Dave and Buster's. All I'm they're saying. Go, they're gonna grow up, I think, deffer than than deffer, most people for sure. Yeah. They're gonna love. They're gonna love tickets a lot. That's yes. for sure. They're gonna tickets be real... will be the the money currency. The yeah. currency. Their culture will be incredible at pretending to have fun yeah nobody yes. who's ever been to a Dave and Buster's has actually had fun so that's true and they'll be real great at looking at rectangles <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand that one but okay. um also weren't there Vulcan like races in TNG yeah the Mentakins the Mentakins who yeah. looked what more like Romulans what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> Holy 
Oh my god. Man, maybe I should drink before we do this. <laughs> oh my god. That was so fucking good. Holy shit. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Alright. Sorry. Go on. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go on. Um, love oh. you guys. Keep up the great work. Hi, Kevin. Jenna. Hi. Thank, Thank you, you Jenna. Jenna. Great email. So Thank sorry, you, Jenna. Jenna. And we have one final email. Uh-huh. Um, it is from Pezcorn. Pezcorn? Pezcorn. It says, hey, Turek boys. Turek boys. And also Kevin, maybe? Also yeah, Kevin, maybe. <laughs> I heard from a very reliable source that a, that one Mr. Kevin Cole was going to be on the show tonight. Uh, so I decided to write in and force my agenda on him. Great. Yeah. I've been told that he was the one to ask to get the very handsome and talented Jeff Pennington on Pretend Friends. Oh my god. Here we you go. can't beg on the program. <laughs> can't beg. No I didn't begging. read this email beforehand. <laughs> well, you fucking did now. Uh, hashtag justice for Jeff is what he said. Oh. Um, oh my god. <laughs> Once it has a hashtag, it's a real thing. <laughs> Sorry if it's awkward to be asked this on live air right in front of me. <laughs> it's not awkward for me. He can't be on yeah. it because he sucks dick. I don't want him on my fucking show. I don't want him near me. <laughs> I would I would 100% love to have Jeff on yeah. Pretend Friends. I would have him on any day Hell of the week. yes. I understand I that Jeff. if this can't happen for quote-unquote reasons, so no worries. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yours until the eventual heat death of the universe, <laughs> Pezcorn. That's he a also long says time. that he loves all us boys together, and it's always I a do fun too. time. I do too. I also love that. Thanks, Pezcorn. I fucking want Jeff on uh, Pretend Friends too. I, I think he should definitely be on that show. I agree. Man. One day, one day that might happen. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. <laughs> For now, there are reasons. Quote unquote, but it's really dry in here. <laughs> He's pulling at that fucking the neck of his shirt like ooh. It's really, it's really hot and dry. I think I just need to sip some tea for a little while. Some uh, tea. Oh, some tea. Oh um, man. On that note, that yeah, was our a, last email. Some some tea, Earl Grey hot, right, guys? That's right. That's Actually, the I drag. think we may have one more email. Oh yay! Do you guys oh, want to do one more? Let's do one more. <laughs> we can do one more. Uh, Give it to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to addend this one. There's no piss it or ditch it, but I felt like we needed to get back to an email from Steve Nemzik. Steve, who uh, pointed out. Uh, the dynamic trio is at it again. Uh, is it us? Us. Hell yeah. Hearing well, that Kevin is on the show always sets my phaser to hello, sailor. Nice. <laughs> He's awesome. I, what what does that fall between? Like two or what? <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, I guess I have to say thank you to them. I don't know what the number value of that is, but it's um, probably a lot. I have a question for all three of you sexy bitches. Okay. Do you have to answer at all once? No, oh God, I hope not. What was okay. the first Trek game you remember playing? Mine was a 1983 game for the Commodore 64 oh, called Star yes. Trek Strategic Operations Simulator. Yo, I put that commercial in the fucking episode a couple of weeks oh, yeah. ago. He, yeah. He, he gave us a link and said, fuck, I'm old. 
god. Yeah, that is an old ass game. Also, I was born that year, so. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it? What was the first Trek game that you guys played? If you ever played any, like a game? game? Yo, for me, uh, I just tweeted you guys about this game. I call it the Borg game, but it's like uh, Star Trek Borg s- Combat or something like that. Yeah. So uh, what it is? It's an arcade game where you have these two s- chrome cylinder handles. Yeah, this game dildos. looks crazy. <laughs> uh, Klingon dildos. And you you have like an industrial motor underneath, and your job is to grip as hard as you can onto these two fucking chrome dicks, and, yeah. And oh, they wow. as they vibrate Suck harder, em. and your your job is to make sure they like the the inner core doesn't touch the outer edges of the deck, and you lose points if they do. So you're just gr- and as they vibrate, like you feel it like all the way up to your elbow and like into yeah. the heart of your soul. That's how you should feel a dick, honestly. <laughs> yeah, you should feel a dick into the heart of your soul. Yeah, as, it should as be the there. intensity of the vibrations like goes even harder. And it's supposed to be a metaphor for resisting the influence of the Borg. Yeah, it's a um, metaphor for I'm. I have a fucking boner right now. That's what it's a metaphor. This. How many for. people snuck into the arcades at night and just sat on those motherfuckers? Yo, anyway? right? <laughs> Holy shit! Listen. Those things are covered in butt and vag juice, dude. No Listen, doubt. I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna do an investigative journalism piece one of these days, <laughs> and I'm gonna drive 30 minutes to that old arcade where I played it, and I'm gonna fucking play that game on video. Yo, Let's you do should. It. You it's, should. But we'll we should buy the that. game. We'll put that up on our YouTube channel. <laughs> We should buy this game. We need this game. Just, just for reasons. For no other... We just. I just want to see it. No other reason. So you can also play it competitively, is the other. You oh, Like, fuck. one guy sits on one and the other guy sits on the other? Yeah. No, there are, what you mean? There, are four, there are four dildos equaling two sets. So, okay. like... You can, I don't know you if can, I can do two of them. <laughs> you, you have to do... Well, I mean, you can't do all four at once, but, like... I mean, you say that, but... <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll find it. And <laughs> that's the first game you ever played. I, I think that must be the first. The Star first Trek Star game. Trek game. Star Trek game. Played. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's got to be it. That's incredible. I've never heard of this game, and I saw that you posted it to us, and I was like real busy at the time, and I was like, oh, I'll check this out later. So I was like, I didn't know what it was. Like I looked at it, and I was like, oh man, this is crazy. What is this? That's crazy. Man, it is crazy, and I'm sorry. That's about like this a train. rare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ghost Train! <laughs> Motherfucking Ghost Train! Train boys! Train boys, <laughs> it's late, and I live by the tracks, and hey. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's right. okay. It's that's the fourth, that's our guest host. Yeah. Ghost Train. Ghost Train. What about you, Josh? Uh, what was your first Star Trek game? The first one I remember was probably Star Trek Armada and Armada 2 uh, for the PC. It's a uh, real-time strategy game, and you just, like, build fleets, and I remember going in the game and, like, changing the files, like, back, like, when I, like, wanted to have codes but couldn't, so I went in and changed all the files to, like, make the ships, like, super strong, because the Borg in that game were, like, really fucking hard to kill. Hmm. But Picard's in it. He vo- he does the voice for it. Oh, it's that's great. Cool. If you find the beginning, like, the intro to it on YouTube, it's, like, really fucking cool. Like, it's of a cool game. Shit. You send, like, uh, Picard sends, like, a, a expeditionary force into the Delta Quadrant to, like, fight the Borg. It's crazy, dude. That sounds fucking awesome. It's cool as shit. The story's cool, and it's fun. It's hard, though. But that's probably the first one that I played. The this first, was the first late one 90s. I played 
uh, was not a good one. At least, uh, I, I need to go back and try it again. The first one I played was Star Trek Deep Space Nine Crossroads of Time for the Sega Genesis. Okay. And it was uh, a, like a side-scrolling platformer set oh on uh, Deep Space Nine, but it was mostly like a puzzle game. Yo, we I need to play this fucking I haven't, shit. I only rented it once, and the first thing that happened is uh, it's opened up and it showed Cisco, and I went, who the fuck is this? <laughs> Where's Picard? You didn't know. You were I like, didn't know oh. what Deep Space Nine yeah. was. Oh, man. So I was like, who the fuck is this? Oh, look at this cover. Oh, it's so cool. It looks really dope, doesn't it? Like, oh, I need to go back and try God. it again, but like, I was just a dumb fucking kid. It came out in 95. So I was just a dumb fucking kid. I couldn't figure out how to get past the first level, even though I had it for three days. Because I yeah, rented that's a it. bad game. And Cisco is punching the fuck out of stuff right now. Yeah. And apparently there are shooter levels, like a horizontal, like, uh, Space Invaders. Not Space oh, Invaders. Oh, yeah. Like a... Like a What's like that a, game? Uh, Rygar or something. Yes, uh, yes. Maybe yes, Rygar yes. was side scrolling. But it's like that. Ry, Rystar? Ry, Not Ry. Rystar. That's the star with no, the stretchy No, what the fuck arms. is it? What is it? Oh, fuck. Uh, gr- 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 Gradius? Gr- Gradius. Yeah, yeah, it's like Gradius. And uh, fucking, I never got that far, so I don't know. But apparently you don't just play as Cisco. You can also play as like Odo and uh, like Kira. I'm looking yeah. at stuff. Here's Akira. I'm not, I'm not Akira. I'm, I'm not looking at it, but what I imagine is like Super Star Wars or something like that. It looks very it, much like It looks that. a little like that, it's but it doesn't Sega, have the though. same type of gameplay. Oh, no, play. it's Super Nintendo. It is Super Nintendo, or is it Genesis? It's both. The fir- oh, I yeah. played it on Genesis, though. Yeah, you can tell which ones are the Genesis ones. I just... Like, I need to go back and try it again. Like, I, maybe I'll I've never even heard that. of this. I've never even fucking heard of this. Like, maybe I'll stream that sometimes. Like, I'll find a ROM of it, and I'll I'll play it on Twitch. <laughs> That's You'll a find a ROM of it? Ah! Uh, <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, brother, ROMs are illegal. Bum, bum, ba-da. Bum, bum, ba-da. Murder. Yeah, I'll buy the actual game on Craigslist. Yeah. I'll go back in time and buy the game for fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's how it works. Even though the producers of the game will see absolutely no money from it, it's somehow better. That yeah, I do that. Yeah, it's better. That whatever. You do that. Yeah, because because you know rules. Everyone needs to follow the rules all the time. I love I'll definitely. The rule. I'll definitely not get an illegal ROM of it and play it on Twitch for you guys. An illegal ROM, kind of like smoking illegal weed. Nobody gives a fuck. No one would ever do that. Who cares? Maybe you guys (laughs) will come on with me and host. I would love to. Yeah. I love you. (laughs) I love you too, Joshy. (laughs) You too, Jim. I'll go just to witness your guys' love. Yeah. <laughs> You're part of this man sandwich. Oh, here we go. We're all hugging. You're man the beef witch. on the man sandwich. Everybody knows it. Oh, yeah. everyone's sweaty and tired, and we're it's mashing right. ourselves into each other. Yeah, over and over and over again. Uh, 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 a little bit more, a little bit more. <laughs> um, that's all the emails we have for today, though. If we didn't get to your email, it's because of time. Because it's fucking 2 a.m., but... Yeah, so we gotta go to sleep. We I gotta go to sleep, you boy. We I gotta get in our some... giant bed and that we all sleep together in. We gotta put yeah. our Don't Wake Daddy-style nightcaps on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't Wake Daddy. Oh, Jesus. man. Jesus.
um, I'd like to thank Kevin Cole for coming on our podcast again. Thank you, I'd Kevin. I'd like to thank Jeff Pennington and Josh Henderson of M Class Podcast for letting me talk about things that I need to talk about. That's yeah, what no you're, we're here for, man. We are your podcast psychiatrists. Yeah, we're here for you. So I'm cured? You're done now. Yeah. <laughs> you're a functional Mental member of society over. again. <laughs> a... That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what people are complaining about. <laughs> I mean, I'm fucking fixed. <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank Josh. For, for making another fun podcast with Woo. me. No problem. I'm always here for you, guys. Aww. Both of you. I'd like to thank all you guys who wrote in an email. We really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Without that, this show doesn't exist. Yes. Agreed. And, uh, you know, I'd like to thank everybody who just listens. Like, even if you don't send an email, and thank you for listening to the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, we will. S- oh, actually, if you want to a- email us, I should probably tell you. You can email us at mclassemail at gmail dot com, and we might just read it aloud to the class. We probably will. Who knows? Probably if it's not two a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now we'll all say goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.